coming up, building our relationship with God. Welcome, everybody, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on H.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is the place where each week a well-known scholar drops by for a visit and shares important insights from the Torah that will make home life better. And this week I'm joined by my guest, Dina Cooper-Smith, at the worldwide headquarters of Asha Torah in Jerusalem, Israel, and we'll be talking about what it means to build a relationship with God. Dina has been working in the field of Jewish education for the past 26 years, and she's taught classes on a wide variety of subjects at a number of schools in the Jerusalem area, including Midrash Rachel Chappelle's College for Women, Be'er Miriam, and Jew Essence. She writes articles for H.com and is the editor for the Hebrew website, H.co.il. And if all that doesn't keep this married mother of five busy enough, Dina also organizes and leads trips for women called Women's Reconnection Trips. And for more information, you can visit her website www.womensreconnectiontrips.com. Welcome back to At Home in Jerusalem, Dina Cooper-Smith. Hi. What does it mean to have a relationship with God? Simple question, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) So really, God gave us this world with all its relationships and intricate, you know, aspects of reality to teach us about Him right? About our relationship that we have with him, because that is really the purpose of creation. So like our relationship with our parents, we could have easily been born on trees, like we could grow on trees or we could like be in these pods where, you know, like they make clones on the matrix, you know, you've ever seen that where, you know, you could just be born without parents. But the reason why God gave us parents who show us how much they love us and are giving to us unconditionally teaches us about God's love for us. So the really, the idea of a relationship with God is very similar to a relationship with people. You need to develop just like you would, if you would walk out in the street and somebody would bump into you and say, oh, hello. I would like to have a relationship with you. Are you going to like be okay with that? I'd be a little freaked out. You'd be a little freaked out. You'd be like, I don't even know you and I don't trust you, right? So we need a history with somebody Mm -hmm. in order to develop a relationship with them. And therefore we start trusting them because over time we see that they're giving to us, they care about us, Mm -hmm. they like us, Mm -hmm. right? And then we can develop a relationship. Same with God. You need to first see that over time, you can trust God, that God is giving to you, is loving, is caring. Mm-hmm. I hear, I hear. But I'll tell you, in many of our human relationships, we might be angry or resentful towards someone, and there's no shortage of people who are angry at God or resent Him for their life circumstances, loving as He is. But you know, uh, I'm just wondering what your thoughts are when a person is so upset that they've just given up on the relationship with God and walked away. Yeah. Well, some that's really a difficult situation because sometimes it's not even intellectual. It's like, um, it's not something that you can convince the person of. It's really more of an emotional situation that they're in. So mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if I would address that particular problem. However, there is a, a methodology, at least if the person is not so far gone, to, to step back mm-hmm. and say, let's work on this relationship. Oh, and good. the first thing to do, yeah. I sometimes give an example of my, let's say my family, right? Like I, um, you know, I don't know about you, but like if you ask a group, how many of you guys make dinner for your family, if it's a group of moms, right? How many of you ladies make dinner for your families every single night? Or 
at least provide it, right? right. Mm-hmm. And then how many of your kids actually say, thank you, mom, or your spouse, which, you know, everybody is their own, you know, kind of person, but how many of them actually say, thank you so much. This was a delicious dinner. <laughs> mm, not so many. Not However, 100% of the time. Not so many. And not 100% of the time. <laughs> and usually if I ask girls, like 18-year-old ladies in seminary, they're like, it's like, one out of the whole group will say, oh yeah, I say thank you every single night. Anyway, but there's usually, usually not, right? As opposed to, let's say when you have guests for Shabbat, right? Did it ever happen that they would leave your house without saying thank you? What is that? Okay. What is that? Who do you give more to your children or these guests that come once in a blue moon? Mm -hmm. Obviously your kids. Why don't they say thank you? (laughs) Why? You tell me. I think it's because they are very used to being provided Thank for. Thank you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Then they start taking it mm-hmm. for granted. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're not going to appreciate it anymore. Mm-hmm. They get so much that they stop appreciating it. But that's a shame. Because in the end of the day, if you don't appreciate something, you're not really happy. And you don't even feel that that person is giving to you. So if you don't appreciate it, you can't possibly build up a history of a relationship with that person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. the first step that I would say, appreciate. A, with a big A. (laughs) The first thing is you need to appreciate. Mm -hmm. And what I tell, you know, whoever it is who's having a hard time with a relationship with God, first, right now, write out 50 things that you are grateful to God for. It's not hard. I did it for my dad's 70th birthday, just 70 things I'm grateful to to my dad for. So it's not hard to do it for God, you know, 50 things right away. And every single day till next week, let's say for one week, I mean, you could do it for the rest of your life, but you could at least do it for one week. Every day, add three new things that you appreciate about the fact that God gave it to you today, right? Yes. By the next week, you will have, right, 71 things that you're grateful for to God. And you keep going back to that list and you keep saying, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. God gave me my eyes, my ability to see. I mean, would you really, would you imagine that if you, let's say you were asked, would you like to sell your eyesight, your sense of sight for a million dollars? Would you, Heather? I hear, hear, uh, no, not for a million dollars. No. How about a billion? No, no. I'd okay, rather have my eyesight. Not. You'd rather mm-hmm. have your eyesight. Mm-hmm. So can you just imagine you woke up this morning and without having done anything, you've got a billion dollars worth mm-hmm. of senses right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even talk about hearing. Smelling. Right. Well, that's what I was thinking because right? it's a podcast, which is all audio. Ah, so even somebody who may not have the best eyesight right, or any eyesight can, can listen to what hear. you're saying. Would so. they sell their mm-hmm. ears? Would they mm-hmm. sell their sense of, of hearing? Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. So you have to realize Hashem gave you so much. Like, without deserving anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's start appreciating. Then we have a context within which to, you know, develop a relationship. Okay. Okay. So we're appreciating. And if a person is going through some, even with the appreciation, some sort of difficulties, right? So yes, I do appreciate that. I've done my 50. I've done another day and another day. But what can we do? Like, how do we communicate when we're trying to take it to the next level of, yes, Appreciated. However, this is also difficult. So how do we build a relationship with God through the challenges? Through the pain. Right. Well, first of all, it makes a big difference, the context. Mm-hmm. 
you'd really be surprised. This gratitude list, it's not a joke. And the appreciation is the beginning of building a history of a relationship. And therefore, you have a context. It's very different. Let's say if somebody disappoints you and you have such a good history with this person mm-hmm. that you it's a different it's a whole different ball game mm-hmm. between that and if somebody is consistently disappointing you mm-hmm. and you don't have a context within mm-hmm. which to understand mm-hmm. that and sometimes I find especially with young girls who really you know they haven't really had a whole life experience they tend to think that God like what has God given to me lately and when you start thinking that way and you're you're always in a context wow. of disappointment mm-hmm. right it, like, just think about your spouse. If mm-hmm. God forbid, I, I, you know, hell of I, we should all have only shalom bite and we should only be so thrilled with the way our spouse behaves. Mm-hmm. But let's say he has a history of showing up late to everything and he's never on time and he's like diff- difficult to deal with in certain ways. And he has habits that are, you know, annoying for many years, right? And then he tells you he's going to do something and he doesn't end up doing it. How do you feel about that? Mm. That's oh, what else is new? Like, <laughs> I am totally not surprised and mm-hmm. disappointed because there's no history. You're not building up a good history. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have a context, this person always shows up for me, always supports me, always cares about me, loves me, has given me millions and billions of dollars of stuff. How can I even imagine that he's out to get me, that there's something bad here? Mm-hmm. Then you have a context. You say, oh, this God who has given me a baby at the age of 42, a healthy, perfect baby, who has given me like all these children, who has given me a husband, my late age, who knows what? You have so many things to go back to. Mm-hmm. Could this God possibly be trying to harm me in any way? Mm-hmm. No way. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the message is. So that's my question then about communicating because right now you've taken us through this really good thought process. So we're building a relationship with God. Yes. Now it's time to say Communicate. To God, Did like, you notice? Just want to point yes. out A, B, C. Okay. A is appreciation. Good. B is building a relationship or okay. trust. Okay. Building trust or in Hebrew, B, Tachon. Also with a B. And C is communication. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what it's all about. You can communicate with God all day long. Another whole class could be about prayer. We're not going to even go in there. But you're constantly communicating and you have to communicate. You have to say, Hashem, this is hard for me. I'm going through a hard time. I know you love me. There's no question about it. Even if you don't say it, okay? Mm -hmm. Even if you don't really know that God loves you or you don't feel it, Mm -hmm. pretend that you do and Mm -hmm. say it. The Mm -hmm. more you say, the more you start believing. There's a pasuk in Tehillim which says, I will believe the more I speak or because Mm -hmm. I speak. Mm -hmm. So here you go. Just speak. Just say to God, Hashem, I know you love me. I know. And I'm just having a really hard time. So would you mind just giving me a message, giving me a sign, explaining to me, trying to help me clarify this stuff because I don't know what's going on. Wow, I would, that's such a great takeaway from what we've been discussing. In the time that we have remaining, I want to go back to something you said at the very, very beginning, just your final thoughts on this discussion we're having about building a relationship with God. You had said, that's the purpose of creation. Mm. So what are your final thoughts as we put this all together with oh, a wow. ribbon? Okay. That's the purpose of creation. It's not, so. uh, yeah, okay, that wasn't obvious. I have to really talk about that for a minute. It's obvious to me, and you know, also we could do maybe a whole other podcast about this, but it seems like the purpose of creation, why are we here? Mm -hmm. We don't need to serve God. God doesn't need anything, right? So why do you think you were put in this world, Heather? Mm -hmm. 
and you and you had said and you've been saying it's the relationship. It's to yes. have this relationship. It's to ha- obviously God put us here because he wanted to give to us mm. because he has everything. Yes. He doesn't need to take from us. He can mm-hmm. only want to give to us. So what is it that he could give us that would be the best possible good? And it says this, I'm not taking this from myself. This is in Mesilat Yesharim, the path of the just. It's in Derech Hashem, the way of God. Lots of people say this, but basically the only thing or the best thing that God could possibly give us is a bit of himself because he is the only infinite source in the entire world. He's the source of all the pleasure and all the meaning and all the fulfillment Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. So the closer you get to the sun, the hotter you're going to get, right? So the closer you get to the source of Mm -hmm. pleasure, meaning, fulfillment, the more of that you're going to experience. You're going to experience meaning, pleasure, and fulfillment. Now, everybody feels that that's why they're here in this world. This is what they want. This is what they're always geared towards tuned to, wired to get. So really it seems like what we need here and what Hashem put us here for is to develop a relationship with Him, to get closer Mm. to Him in some way. Wow, outstanding. Thank you so much for sharing your insights about what it means to build a relationship with God. Dina Coopersmith. You're so welcome. Thank you. And there are many excellent articles by Dina Coopersmith on age.com, and you'll find a wide variety of articles and videos about spirituality in the Jewish wisdom section of age.com. Check them out. And thanks for listening. Thank you.